to the C to Z of movies. Hello, my name is Colin. I'm the C. With me as ever is Zijan the Z. Hello, Zijan. Hey, Colin. Hi, everyone. It's one year. It's our 26th podcast, so that means we've been podcasting for almost a year we now. Have. Once, once a fortnight for 26 weeks. That must be uh, must be our first anniversary. Jeez. Happy anniversary, Colin. Thank you. Does it feel like a year? Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> we, we were so young and hopeful when we started this. <laughs> we were. We thought we'll be. We we thought we had. We'll have famous actors and actresses sitting mm. by us and podcasting with us in our first ever podcast. Yeah. But and uh, and unfortunately, we only got these B B-li- listers phoning in saying, "I want to do just James." Just James. Um. Well, you say that. Uh, sneak preview of our next episode. My friend Ant- Anthony <laughs> is is uh, is going to be joining. So. Uh, that's because I am going on a break. Yeah, I'm going to New York actually. And uh, what what our listeners don't know is that I've already recorded the next episode. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going I'm to say it's going to be a really great time with Anthony. I I wonder what we'll discuss. Um, ah, yes. But I did it yesterday, so I already know. Um, today we are looking back on our first year of podcasting. We are looking at war films. We are. Talking a bit about Mel Gibson, and there's going to be a quiz on the Rocky films. Um, but first, as ever, let me wish you a happy St. George's Day. Uh, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> happy St. George's Day. I'm still... Okay, I'm still annoyed at the fact that you guys don't have a holiday for this. In, unless you work for Labour now, apparently. Yeah, well, hot off the political presses. Uh, Labour is saying four new bank holidays for everyone. What if it falls on a Sunday, like today? Uh, I guess they'd show it to Monday. That's what they usually do with bank holidays. Hmm... So. Yes, we're recording That's on. Good, we're though. actually recording on Saint George's Day. By the time you listen to this, that will be <laughs> long in the past. But but why don't you? Yeah, why 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 doesn't the the, the British take a day off on Saint George's Day? That's why the English don't get take just, a day just off. Just the English. Um, I don't know. No, I guess that's because the Irish do take St Patrick's Day off, right? And do they? So do the Scottish nah, take St Andrews. No, nah, the Scottish don't. Get, I mean, they, they might take it, but they don't get it. Um, no. No. No, I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure one of the four has more holidays than the rest of us. <laughs> Um, I think Scotland get more around New Year's. I could be wrong. Anyway, what do you get? Do you get the uh, extra bank holidays in Malaysia for? For yeah, we got a uh, holiday for our independence from the invading British people. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you'd be nowhere without us, Zijan. Nowhere. Yes. Sure. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Uh, let's let's talk about moving news on safer. Safer ground. Have you got any? Have you got any movie news for me? Uh lots of Guardians of the Galaxy news. Not just for me, I guess. Yeah, for everyone. For, for everyone <laughs> yeah. who has yeah. been our loyal audience for the past year. Yes, yes. If you've only just started listening recently, this isn't for you. <laughs> no, at all. no, at all. you have to start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Tell me some Guardians of the Galaxy. News. Uh, James Gunn has confirmed that he'll be back to write and direct Guardians of the Galaxy three. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I mean. Uh, the they've they've opened um the second film to the press recently, haven't they? Mm, and they've gotten very good reviews, so I'm not surprised and about that. Yet again, we've not been invited to this. <laughs> maybe one year, day, guys. Maybe one day, Colin. Maybe one day. <laughs> maybe maybe for the for uh, Guardians Three. I actually uh, I got tweeted by James Gunn once. Oh, did you? Um, well, I asked him a question. He he responded. He was doing a little Q and A thing. Uh, so maybe next time I will say, can we get some free tickets? But turns out, well, it sounds like um, they offered to him, and he just he was taking a while to decide whether he wanted to do it or not, mm. as opposed to them taking a while to decide 
if they wanted him. So there's a lot of trust they're putting in him. Yep. But and it seems he's got a lot of um autonomy. He's not being he doesn't like I mean they learned the lesson after Age of Ultron, but he, he doesn't seem to be leaned on quite so much for he must have this happening here, must this must happen here and so Well forth. I think it helped that Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it was more meant to be a standalone film rather than tie yeah. into the Avengers um franchise. I mean they only added Guardians of the Galaxy to Avengers Infinity War later on, didn't they? Not not immediately, mm. so but then everyone loved it, so well, let's do this. Mm. That's the thing. Um, and have you heard that there are like five post-credit scenes in Guardians of the Galaxy Two? Really? Yes. What? All at the same, like the same screening? Or do you have to? Is it five? Is it five depending on where where you go, or is it five all? You'll, you'll get to see them all because when um, X Men Origins Wolverine came out, there were two different endings, and it depended which cinema. You oh, saw. really? I didn't know that. Um, I, I didn't really read uh, into that because I didn't want any spoilers so I didn't know whether it was yeah, all five enough. in one film or not oh. but um, maybe you should just wait <laughs> I look forward to I look forward to sitting through well you get to see who does the costumes and makeup Colin and hair oh, yes and like the 700 people who work for various different VFX yeah. companies sometimes when they're coming by I just see if I can see the names of anyone I know I mean not, not people I actually know but kind of people who share their name have you found a Colin Thomas? Not yet. Not yet. That's my dream. <laughs> um, news from the, the world of Harry Potter. And uh, huh? Jude, Jude Law is going to be young Dumbledore. Ah, uh, yes. He was... Uh, a while ago, we did a little segment on who should be young Dumbledore. Yes. Um, my friend Tim Jones suggested Jude Law, although I've got a vague feeling he's just it too late for us to actually discuss it on the podcast. Um but there you go. He got well, it right. Tim. Well done, Tim. He has his um, voice in the agent's ears. Yeah. Or maybe Jude Law. He's just... Come on, Jude. <laughs> just accept it. Well, I, I think Jude Law is a great choice anyway. So, um, I I still do not like Johnny Depp, though. <laughs> no. I've um I've had a long-standing theory that Jude Law is good in the films where he has facial hair. And, uh, and bad in the other, other films. Um, he was in AI. He didn't have facial hair in AI. Yes. That helps my theory. Um, what? <laughs> a it's not film. a terrible film. Uh, I disagree. Uh, he had he had a moustache in Sherlock Holmes. That's a great film. Yep. Yeah. He had a beard in Anna Karenina. He was very good in that. He was fresh faced in Alfie, which was bad. So as long as they played Dumbledore with a beard, Dumbledore has a beard though to begin with. So, so I think we'd be fine. Mm. But it's Johnny Depp though to contend with. Uh, yeah. That's true. I still remember that big sigh when Johnny Depp came out. Speak, speaking of um, Johnny Depp, just just quickly, uh, Pirates 5 is coming out very mm-hmm. soon. And uh, they, they managed to keep this under wraps well, but apparently uh, Kira Knightley will be in it what? after all. Has, didn't um, she leave the fourth film? Yeah, so she, she wasn't in the fourth film and neither was uh, Orlando Bloom. We, we all knew he'd be back. Yep. I, imagine they're, I imagine they're both cameos. But um, the latest international trailer... Uh, she, she suddenly just appeared you know, like like a blink and you miss it scene of just walking across the field oh, or something okay yeah because I thought they replaced her with Penelope Cruz didn't they the yeah I mean film. not the same character yeah. but the but yeah. uh, but I don't, I don't think Penelope Cruz is back although her husband Javier Bardem is back well not back he's starting to he's, he's making his first appearance so there you go hmm. well you're going to watch Pirates 5? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, there, there are so many um, blockbusters or sequels and franchises coming out mm. in um, summer 
So yeah, yeah I may as well. I think I'll probably get like a discount for watching all of the. Oh uh, yes, the classic uh, showcase discount. I mean, to be honest, the number of good films I've I've not managed to get around to watching this year, I'd be disappointed if I turn up for Pirates Five. <laughs> There's Despicable Me Three, Colin, as well. Well, so I haven't watched watch that. I haven't watched Despicable Me One or Despicable Me Two or Minions, so I'm not. Oh, really... you may be very disappointed with the next quiz then. Oh, boy. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got any more news? Uh, so I know that uh, Tom Holland has been confirmed to be appearing in the 2019. Thus untitled The Avengers 4. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he will be there. Uh, Kevin Feige has confirmed that Marvel isn't involved in the spin-off films, so um, I think Sony is trying to make Venom and Black Cat yeah. to expand the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man-Verse. Spider-Verse, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, so the two studios are sharing the character, obviously Spider-Man, but the deal is going to come to an end, so who knows how that's going to play out. Um, I know how it's going to play out <laughs> the Sony ones will be bad <laughs> the Marvel ones will be good that's how it's going to play out <laughs> when they say they share the character does that mean that uh, Tom needs to appear in the Sony films as well I imagine right? I imagine he well if they're going to put Spider-Man at all I imagine it'll be him I mean why wouldn't they in fairness he's it's very popular and if they can if they can get him in there. I don't know what his contract says obviously because mm. no one no one's going to go and watch a Venom film on I mean, obviously, you and I will have to. We we have to. Well, <laughs> yeah, but no one else. Just be us in the cinema. <laughs> uh, Zizan, what are you doing in twenty nineteen? The uh, 80th anniversary of the first appearance of Batman. The 80th anniversary. Well, maybe. Eight zero. That's apparently. Jeez, how old is Batman? Uh, well, take twenty nineteen. We're in twenty seventeen. So I guess he's seventy eight. Um, he's still kicking butt. Um, there will be possibly rumoured uh, four Batman-related films in 2019. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> oh my god! What? Every Batman film you've heard about, they're going might well be shoving it all into that year. So the Batman, Batgirl, Gotham City Sirens, and Nightwing may well all be in that year. We discussed about this, didn't we? We we said that the Batverse is is where you know um, DC is heading at. Yeah. yeah, and DC and Warner Brothers are hitting at the Batman universe rather than, you know, yeah. caring about any of uh, the other superheroes in the DC verse. Four in one it's, year. I mean, even even Marvel's never put out more than three in a year, are they? Um, and, and their plans don't have them doing more than three, I don't think. Well, what do we know about Warner Brothers? They have great yeah. ambition. But does that mean they're putting all their other, like they're putting their Superman and Green Lantern and Flash and Aquaman and all that stuff on hold for a year. It was just like, right, bam, 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 bam. Lots of Batman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, 2019 will be a... Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a stellar year. Interesting podcast year, yeah. Well, Batgirl. Yeah. I have very high hopes for Batgirl. Because of Joss Whedon? Because of, just because of Joss Whedon, yeah, yeah. The others, yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Yes, ben Affleck is still directing Batman, right? So No, Matt Reeves is directing. Oh, yeah. Um, ben Affleck is still in Batman, he's right? Still, he's still playing Batman uh, as we speak. Who knows what will happen by next week. Uh, yeah, that might be okay. Gotham City Sirens is the same guy who did Suicide Squad, isn't it? Yes, David A is. Uh, okay. Okay. What else you got? Uh, so, I you know, Edgar Wright. Oh, yes. He's, he's slated to adapt an apocalyptic young adult novel called Grasshopper Jungle. Okay. Yeah, so he did 
I think the most recent film that he did was Baby Driver. Uh, well, it's not out yet, oh. but um, yeah, it's coming out this year. Yeah, it's coming out this year. So the next film that he's doing is this thing called Grasshopper Jungle. So I've not heard of it. Have you heard of that before? Uh, nope. nope. Yeah, I'll give you the synopsis of it. Okay. So it's a young adult novel, which will good, which will be good for us because we need um, more um information for young our second podcast uh, about young adults uh, films yeah i imagine this film going to rush through production and be in cinemas by <laughs> by the summer but we'll see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> uh but it follows a sexually confused and bi-curious team oh teen named austin who along with his best friend and girlfriend accidentally triggers a possible apocalypse that turns anyone infected by a virus into a giant praying mantis well, that sounds garbage. Um, it's Edgar Wright, Colin. You love Edgar Wright. I do love Edgar Wright, so uh, I'll give it the benefit You'll watch of the doubt. It. I, I, I think uh, post-apocalyptic worlds are played out, aren't they? Young adult style. It's time for young adult films and books to take a new, new path. I say people are like watching pre-apocalyptic. I say <laughs> people like watching good-looking teens. You know, rough it out. That's what people like to watch. Yeah, but can't they watch them doing other things? Like, like uh, what? Going on a going on a camping expedition, say, or learning how to learning how to thatch a roof. That's uh, that's what I've that's that's the film I've watched. Yeah, I I I would like to see you watch a film about two teens thatching a roof. <laughs> I'd watch. I'd definitely watch a uh, the Thatchers. That'd be a really good film. Um, you know who could star in it? Two actors from your favorite film franchise. Uh, I'm going to go to Divergent again. Yes, I am. I'll, I'll retire this hilarious hilarious uh, pretense for our second uh, year, shall I? <laughs> we need a new joke. We need a new running joke. Anyway, Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller, uh, stars of the Divergent series, and uh, and one of my favorite and films, better films. One of my favorite films, The Spectacular. Now they were together in. Uh, apparently, Miles Teller is in talks to join Shailene Woodley in a film called Adrift. Uh, it's about two young people who learn how to thatch a roof. That's. Uh, <laughs> No, I can't remember. I think I think I assume it's about someone who gets it gets a drift in a kind of castaway type style uh, story. I imagine, but I, uh, I, I I say all the more films with them together. I'm all I'm all for that. That's good. Uh, what else do I have? So I have some Disney uh, news as well. Of course. Uh, my favorite man, Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. Has bowed out of Dumbo. Has he? Okay. Yeah, yes, apparently. Um, and now he's tipped to be the genie. I saw he Aladdin. Was, I saw he was tipped to be a genie. I thought he was just multitasking. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and Aladdin is being directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah, be interesting. He's, he's, I've uh, never seen any Guy Ritchie films before. You not seen uh, not seen Sherlock Holmes. That's, oh yes, oh yeah, that's, that's the, only that film. That's him, and uh, I'm not sure. I've seen, yeah, I've not seen Lockstock. Well, I think I saw bits of it back in the day. Um, and uh, I don't know if King Arthur's come out yet I think probably not but uh, that's coming out this year mm. but those are big shoes to fill though being the genie Aladdin yeah wasn't there going to be a genie prequel movie is that still happening uh, a what prequel genie is there there was talks about doing a prequel genie movie mm. uh, well maybe he'll be in it as well so who yeah. knows maybe, Dis- yeah. maybe Disney just throwing throwing things at a wall and seeing what it's, sticks it's working though Yes, they're fast good. Yeah. yeah, Beauty and the Beast has made loads of money. It's just past a billion, I believe. Yeah, loads and loads of money. That's ridiculous. That's that's more than Bat- more than Batman v Superman, I think. It's... Yeah, we for such a great. It's it's much better than Batman v Superman. You have to give it that, though. I certainly do. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking about making lots of money, yes. uh, Fast and Furious 8 the, has been smashing global records. It's the biggest opening weekend of all time. It's insane, isn't it? Who's who's watching about cars? <laughs> cars, Colin. I can see cars right now. <laughs> They're on the road. It's not very exciting. I, I, yeah, fair play if you want to enjoy these. But the, the eight, the eighth instalment of the Fast and Furious franchise has had yeah. a, bit, a bigger opening weekend than like the last Star Wars film. This. Have you seen Big, any of the Fast and Furious films? I have not. Have you? No, no. <laughs> no zero interest in cars. Maybe that's why, Colin. Maybe when we go into the cinema to watch Fast and Furious, it'd be teeming with people. It probably would. Well, it must be. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand it. <laughs> they, 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 they were re- the cars were running away from a submarine, Colin, in the latest film. If I remember my trailers correctly. Running away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They were driving away from a submarine. It's a huge were submarine. They underwater. No. Was the submarine underwater? Partially. That feels like it's really easy. Just kind of park up on the on the beach. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> no, no, they, they they were on a glacier. Oh right. Yeah, so the submarine could break break through the ice, and if they they couldn't oh, run anyway. Oh, I see. Okay. They'll be going into the water. See, well, that's, that's, that's how they make more money. Next will be Fast and Furious in space. That's entirely plausible. I. Uh, mm. The other thing about the Fast and Furious franchise is that the, the naming convention. It's not really absolutely crazy, but also differs completely depending on which country you're in. So over here, it's called Fast and Furious 8, I think. Mm-hmm. Whereas in America, it's called The Fate of the Furious. Is it? Yeah. Why? And previously, I think like the fifth one was called Fast 5 and the sixth one was called Furious 6 or something. Whereas over here, it was oh, just I... called Fast and the Furious 5 and Fast and Furious 6. I, I, I don't know whether they just think that we like longer titles or... <laughs> hold, on, hold on, when they say The Fate of the Furious, did they change the eight in fate into an eight i really hope so <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> into know into the number eight <laughs> i don't know for sure but i hope so the f8 of the furious i, I look forward to the fate of the 40th so gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually well I'm, I'm pretty sure they're they're filming i think they're filming the ninth film now it begins production next year actually so i'm sure they are well as long so as it long. keeps making money uh, why not right just like transformers huh yeah Oh dear. Um, okay, you know how previously there were loads of people linked with playing Cable in the new Deadpool? Mm-hmm. It's now definitively Josh Brolin. He's got the gig. He, his, uh, Cable will be appearing in Deadpool, right? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin, who you might remember as Thanos. Yes, uh, and uh, a young Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, in, in uh, Men in Black 3. He also played George W. Bush in the film W. Uh He's the son of James Brolin. These are all the Josh Brolin facts I can bring to mind right now. Um, um, anyway, he's going to be Cable. Good for him. Good work, Josh. Um, the only other piece of news I have, I wrote down because, and then it turned out it wasn't true. Um, so Carrie Fisher's brother says, yes, she'll be in Star Wars Episode Nine. But and she will Car- be, right? It's been filmed. No. no episode Eight's been filmed. Uh, episode Eight's been filmed, yeah. Uh, episode 9 so she's definitely in episode 8 her brother said uh, she'll be in episode 9 now Kathleen Kennedy who is something important in Star Wars maybe she owns the whole thing I don't know says nope nope she's not in it so there you go that's awkward as you were were. (laughs) (laughs) life goes on Um, you only want news no that's it for me Excellent. Um, a brief segment, your favourite segment, Zijan, Things Colin Was Wrong About. Ah, we're um, back to that again. I've missed this segment. <laughs> um, so you might recall in our in our last uh, podcast, which 
has not proven to be one of our most popular ones. Uh, films based on plays. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, I I told you a little about a little bit about old English. Um, and and who wrote in old English and and what old English was. Uh, my brother's been in touch to tell me that basically everything I said was wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so was I speaking in old English then? No, you were more wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I was closer, apparently, but 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 still wrong. Um, so, um, well, apologies for that. I'm not going to try and correct myself because I'm sure whatever I do to correct it will also be wrong. So, um. uh, it's all right. It's all right. To me, that sounds all English anyway. Okay. Right. Um, see, Jan, let's look, look back at our, our 20, 25 and a bit episodes. Yeah. Wow. What a year it's been. Ah, when we, <laughs> Are you sounding nostalgic? When we, when we started, we routinely got the sound quality really bad because we had the wrong microphone plugged in. <laughs> it, was, it was awful, wasn't it? I think I think the pinnacle of it was the 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 animals episode episode. Animals in film where there's a kind of a, a vague buzz in the background through the entire entire episode. That's probably yeah. why it's one of our least popular podcasts as well. It is, except with bees. Bees love it. Um, <laughs> it's really. It's really coming up well on the on the hive. Um, I'm, the hive is a is an online thing, isn't it? Anyway, is it really? I don't, I, I don't know. I know there's a web that's online. The, the interweb. Yes, yes, I've, I've heard of it. <laughs> anyway, our first podcast was one and a half hours long. I think it was an hour and twenty minutes. I think you're exaggerating. Um, we we were worried we weren't going to fill the time, but we just had so much to say. I know, about Civil it was War. insane, wasn't it? it? Just kept going on and on and on. Yeah. And then people came back to this and said, "Nope, I think you should." It's too long. Yeah, it's way too long. One person, one person told me our podcast was too long, and he'd only listened to about two minutes. Of it. Was that Steve? It was Steve. He was giving me lots of advice of what we should do with the podcast. And he's only listened um, for two to two minutes of it. Yes. Um, on the on the safe ground that he's not listened to this, I ignored everything he said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I still have people um coming back to me saying that the one hour format is a bit long as well. I, I think they're wrong. Who cares what the listeners think? Yeah. If you think it's too long, dear listeners, please email us at c2z at movies. No, c2z of movies at gmail.com. That's where yeah. it is. Of, co- of course, if you think it's the right length, feel free to get in touch as well. Um, <laughs> if you think it's too short, those are your options. You have three to choose from. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think people listen to podcasts wrong. See, John, I, I, think, I think generally when you listen to a podcast... You should uh, you shouldn't necessarily kind of just say right. I'm going to set aside this time to listen to it. It's kind of a I'm walking somewhere. I'll put yes. on a podcast. Yes. So you don't need to listen to it all in one go. If 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 you don't think you think an hour podcast is too long, regard this as two half hour podcasts stitched together in the middle. Yeah, and you're fine. And that's why I keep telling people as well. I listen to podcasts when I do my chores or when I go to work, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et you shouldn't just sit down and listen to it. Dedicate time yes. to do it. Yes. Well, now that we've told you how to listen to it, <laughs> <laughs> please stay. Uh, <laughs> Do you have any favorite episodes, Zijan? Oh, I, I, the, the one where I kept saying cornucopia a lot. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I felt like I suddenly dis- discovered a new, brand new word. I can't remember which episode it was. I kept using that. I can't, I can't remember either. But no, you, you did say cornucopia a great many mm. times. Um, I enjoyed our Suicide Squad episode. Um, I think it's, we've, we've done quite a few movie reviews, and I think Suicide Squad is the only film that I thought was really bad. That we reviewed others. I thought were kind of like Star Trek. I thought was a bit 
mundane was Doctor okay. Strange had its weaknesses, but for a lot of them, I think have been good. Like yeah, Civil War, um, I thought was excellent. Uh, La La Land, although I brought up some criticism of it, I thought was a, still a very good film. Yeah, but but Suicide Squad was the only one where I thought, yes, this is just rubbish. They've, they've messed us up, and the, but it's more enjoyable uh, to discuss that than it is to discuss a kind of average. It is. I, I agree. Film, it's I fun to be negative. If, if that's yeah, I, mean, I don't want to do it too much. I and mean, in fairness, a lot of people have worked hard on this, but but still, <laughs> it feels bad. Oh, I know which podcast I like now, Colin. Oh yeah, the Christmas films one. Oh, that was a good. I one. had so yeah, many jokes. All, all your cracker jokes. I think that is our, our second most popular podcast uh, to date. In fact, the Christmas oh, one. I had to do some few research on Christmas cracker jokes. Yes. If only you put that much work into every episode. <laughs> I know. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speak, speak, speaking of work put in, I really enjoyed our year-end one, actually, because that's, that's probably the one I put the most uh, most preparation into. Oh, uh, yeah, because you came out with lots of stuff, and I did absolutely uh, pack, pack nothing. On. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I love that episode, too, because I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that spending a half, a half a podcast looking back on our own podcast is a bit navel <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people want to hear about us talking about what we've done. It's people, people want people like year-end reviews. <laughs> they do. <laughs> who's, who's been your favourite guest on the podcast? <laughs> James. James, yeah. I mean, I did that podcast with my brother Simon, um, which was a kind of a fifty-fifty. So the second half of it, he was he was a guest on our podcast, like sort sort of, but he he didn't make it into our continuity. Hmm. So, uh, I guess he's a kind of a. It's 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 the whole it's like uh, parallel Sony universe Spider Man thing going on. Yeah, mm. am I am I still the same uh, podcaster there as I am here? <laughs> I think you find you are. Yes, yes, probably. James James did a fine job. A- Anthony may or may not have done a fine job. You'll find out uh, <laughs> in two weeks time. In two weeks time. Yeah. Does Does yeah. Anthony have a huge uh, audience base that we can uh, utilize okay. and hijack? Uh, um, I can only hope so. He he he's quite big in the maths tuition world. Um, did they like so, film? Yeah, in fact, we I didn't tell you we were going to do this, but we we talk about maths in film, which is a uh, you talk about maths in kind of get, what? Yeah, film films with maths in them. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. It's going to bring the crowd. Yeah, in. clearly, clearly, because <laughs> films based on plays wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, we're just going to keep doing films based on very different school subjects. <laughs> 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 no. next time it's going to be films based on general studies that's the, that's the next one oh. uh, dear. Um, I've enjoyed our quizzes Suja. I enjoy particularly uh, the, my, my glorious victory in, uh, in the 20, 2016 <sighs> quiz series God. yeah sure <laughs> whatever <laughs> I, 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 I find it very funny that when, when we try new things in our podcast as well oh yeah mm. Because they never <laughs> none of them do. So, so we've tried the Tom Hanks game. I think once I'd cut out all the pauses, it was, a, it was, it was okay. okay. It was better than our four-word game. Four, oh yeah, the four-word film game. Yeah. Our initial four-word game. Oh yeah, yeah. Where we basically it was just a minute of silence with a few words thrown in. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, way back when we started, we we had things like your favourite film beginning with a number, that kind of thing. That kind of oh, died off, didn't it? Yeah, we yeah. did that. Oh, wow. We, should, we are so old now. Maybe we should bring that back. We could. Um, <laughs> but maybe, but we're, we're always on the lookout for new segments, so if you have any suggestions, listeners, uh, c2zofmovies at gmail.com, at c2zofmovies on Twitter. Uh, we, we like new ideas. If you've got anything you think we might be able to mess up, uh, 
do give us I. a shout. And in fact, if, if if anyone wants to write the quiz for us, uh, they're very welcome. To. Yeah, so speaking to you, Froudy. Yeah, Froudy, send us some questions. Because so, we, we're very happy writing questions for each other, but one of these days, it'd be, be great to have 10 questions and we just... Uh, what? Have a buzzer for, in for front a of us? Source. We should have a buzzer yeah. in front of us with a different ringtone. Yes, we, that was a very good idea. Mm, there we go. Are you looking to that? Uh, <laughs> yes, I can do that. Superb. Um, and that's it. Right. On to the that's new year. Look back. New year, we've got also lots of um, film reviews coming up. So, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is coming up in, in, soonish. So, not next time, because that's Anthony, but the time after that, we'll be looking at Guardians of the Galaxy. We've got Wonder Woman coming up. We're probably going to do The Mummy. Yeah. Um, Spider Man Homecoming's not too far away. It's insane. It's going to be a cornucopia of films. And much, much more. <laughs> um, Right, let's talk about uh, war films, shall we? War films. Now, I've previously said that I don't like war yes. films. But I'm, I've, I've gone through my list, and I think I might have to reassess that view. Um, Did you like all the war but, films you've seen? No. Did you like but, most uh, of the war films you've seen? What it seems to come down is, uh, if it's just a straight-up action film in a war, I'm not a fan. But I think that's more to do with the fact I'm not a big fan of straight-up action films. But there are very few war films like that though isn't that like i mean well, most war films tend to tell a story from someone's perspective and it's not all mm. about just the war itself usually not um i think possibly the reason i thought i didn't like war films is because i didn't really think much of saving private ryan which is kind of like the archetypal war film of our, oh. of our generation did you have you seen saving private ryan? i did see saving private ryan and i did enjoy saving private ryan even though i uh, I, I I do understand the concept. I do understand why they're trying to save the guy. Uh, it's a bit yeah. flawed that everyone died in the end, but I do understand why they had to try because all his brothers were killed. I I thought the first scene when they were when they were invading Normandy, wasn't it? Uh, Omaha Beach, I think. But I... yeah, when American soldiers were preparing to land, that was a great great scene. I think it's one probably one of the most visceral war scenes there is on film. This is probably. So this that that particular scene had been so built up before I, before I got around to watching it. I think I was expecting the kind of the greatest scene of all time, and it's one of those things that when your expectation is too high, it's always a bit disappointing. Did you not like that? So at all? I, I thought it was alright. Yeah, fair, fair play to Steven Spielberg and is what he's doing with the camera. But yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a large swarm of men just trying to overrun a base of people and mostly yeah. sacrificing themselves. Like I mean, I I wouldn't be able to do that in real life. Like. No, no. Being, being the first line of people to rush through, you know, you're just going to die. It's just insane. I die very soon. Yes, I probably die die on the boat on the way over. But yeah, the whole let's go and find this one guy, and it doesn't matter if we lose like ten people on our way there. That seems a bit. Is that how war really works? I don't know. We've... So I'm in the middle of this big war, but oh, someone's lost. Quick, let's march across France. Don't... I'm not buying it. I mean, it's almost certainly based on a true story, but it's... Um, and Matt Damon, young, Matt Damon always wants yeah. to be saved. He does like being saved, yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks likes saving people, I guess. He does. That must be his thing. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not a massive fan. But Spielberg won the Best Director Oscar for that, didn't he? He won all kinds of stuff, mm. yeah. Uh, so the, the world in general is, a, is, is disagreeing with me, but... Uh, <laughs> But you did like the most recent war film you saw, didn't you, with Andrew Garfield? Yeah, Hacksaw Ridge, I thought was a fantastic film. So what makes that different? Kind of, well, I think that's kind of partly um, 
Partly because it is m- mostly kind of telling stories around the edge of it. So it's a story of a conscientious objector and you get a lot of the build-up to that and the way he's treated. And a lot of that isn't actually in a on a battlefield. But it is uh, spend quite a lot of time on a cliff, though. Well, so I haven't said that. There is a battlefield. So I think it's... the abs- I've never seen uh, war being made so hellish, I think. It's so... I think maybe where I have problems is where films kind of try and glorify war, and like so maybe things like I think it's like say Private Ryan. I guess it's not really glorified, but mm. you kind of the big sweeping vistas and the kind of it's saying, isn't this immense and kind of um, yeah, p- people who are big army people will enjoy that for. No, that's probably not true, but the, I, I think it's trying to say look at cin- cinematography uh, is fantastic here, whereas um, Hacksaw Ridge kind of really showing you how horrible war is kind of down and dirty i felt that made more sense to me what war is horrible exactly and i think so because a lot of a lot of action films will kind of they always say they're not glorifying violence but they're making it look pretty cool and a lot of war films will make try and make it look pretty cool um or you get something like a american sniper which uh in fairness it does show the kind of the trauma of war as well but <laughs> a lot of it is kind of saying this this guy uh, he can do amazing things with this whereas um, Hacksaw Ridge is kind of yeah people just getting out of the dirt and being shot in the head have you seen American Sniper yes yeah, yeah. Oh, I've not seen that at all it's Bradley Cooper isn't it yeah you you and I uh, had free tickets to see it and we and then we got stuck in traffic oh yes so we went to, <laughs> yes I remember that now went, went to get a burger instead yeah atomic burger good times <laughs> anyway I thought because um, it was it was must have been a couple of years ago but it, it, I, it was nominated for best picture and it Grossed more in America than all the other best picture nominees combined. I thought I'd give it a whirl. It's quite popular though, like war films in America, aren't they? Like they they uh, like to glorify, uh, um, especially American soldiers. Yeah, and I guess that's probably what I'm saying. I don't like the ones that kind of just trying to glorify the ones that kind of making it. Well, yeah, getting more into the the emotions behind it or or, or the kind of the con- conflict is uh, probably an ironic word, but um, kind of. Uh, People who aren't so sure about it. And you think Hexar Rich didn't do that then? Cause no, I thought Hexar Rich he did do that. I think that's, that's why it's great. Because uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think it. Really, I don't think it was glorifying war. I mean, it's about conscious objectives. So mm. Fairly obviously not. But I think it. Yeah, it gave what I imagine is a realistic picture of, as opposed to the kind of the, the Hollywood sheen version of it. Uh-huh. And it was great acting as well, though. By the way. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I watched Hexar Rich with a friend of mine who didn't like war films at all, and she was won over by it as well. Okay. It's just good, yeah. good, good storytelling. I thought. And, uh, so, another th- have you ever seen Casualties of War? Mm, no, so, no, it's, it's not as well known as some, but it's um, I think Brian De Palma directed it. It stars Michael J. Fox and Sean Penn, and it's in Vietnam. Uh, and that was that's a good one, but um, it's it's mostly about um how basically the, the people in the troop um kidnap and rape a, a Vietnamese woman and Marco J. Fox is trying to kind of stand up against that. Oh wow, that that is so it's, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty heavy stuff. But war what is it's what it is. But again, it? absolutely no glorifying of war in that at all. Yeah. Uh, as as you can imagine. You you seen many Vietnam or did any Vietnam I think uh, most of my films that I've here are all about World War Two really. Oh yeah. yeah I don't think I've seen anything to do with the Vietnamese war. Well, unless, unless you count Forrest Gump, yeah, mm. it, uh, yeah mm. that that is definitely not. <laughs> I think that glorifies war, doesn't it? He runs in and saves people with his extreme speed. He does, yeah. Mm. But yeah, most of my films are based on World War Two, 
And I, yeah. I, I realized that quite a few of them are based on different points of views as well. Because I, I imagine that if you want to do a war film and not make it as generic as other war films, you need to have a different focal point. But, so I, yeah. I've... What did the Belgians think? Okay. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, so I've seen Fury, which was about a tank crew in yeah. uh, Nazi Germany during the end of World War Two, And this was directed by our good old David Ayers, who did Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Starring, starring beloved actor Shia LaBeouf. And Brad Pitt. Okay. And uh, Logan Lerman. So it, it wasn't a bad cast. And yeah, it's uh, it's about a tank man in war. Is it any good? Yeah, it's decent. I wouldn't say you shouldn't watch it. Put it that way. Because like I say, this... I, this is one where I, I, I decided not to watch it based on the trailers and, and the fact that it looked very much just like a kind of box standard war film. Yeah, a generic war to, film. To me, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing too special about it. And then I have War Horse as well, oh, yeah. which I wanted to bring in in our films based on plays. Yes, uh, last two weeks ago, but you vetoed oh, yeah. against it because it was based on the book. I did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, now I can speak about it because I wrote so much no, about you, it last. <laughs> is this why you wanted us to do films about? about yes, war? I've been waiting for this moment, Colin, to shine. You could have done it in our. Uh, you could have done it in our animals and film. Uh, oh yeah, I could. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. So War Horse is based on a book. Now you know, uh, and it, <laughs> it focuses about a horse that. Um, in in the war, in the war. <laughs> hence the title. It's incredible. Stuff. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to drag this out because I'm opening my previous Excel spreadsheet <laughs> <laughs> at, at the moment, which contains all what, my. What, what kind of horse is it, uh, it's, a, it's a brown horse. A brown horse. Excellent. <laughs> it was brown in color, I think. Ah, brown like, in color. Oh, I see. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. When you, recently, when you said brown, I just thought. I thought I was just a big fan of Gordon Brown, but now I understand. Okay. <laughs> so it was directed by um, Steven Spielberg. Oh, yes. It stars uh, Jeremy Irvine, Irvine, Emily Watson, Tom Hiddleston, Benedict Cumberbatch, among oh. many, many people. And it's based on Michael Morpurgo's novel of the same name. And it tells the story of Joey, which is a horse raised by a British teenager and is bought by the British Army. Okay. And then he basically meets lots of people and owners throughout Europe. So it's basically like Forrest Gump for a horse. So how much of it is actually on a, on a battlefield in, in a war? Uh, he does go into war. Uh, when he was younger, he goes in. Uh, he goes into the war. Um, he pulls okay. like the cannons. Uh, they have to, right. He has to pull like all the artillery, I think. Is that right. what you call them? So they, they got horses for that. Were there a lot of cannons in World War II? I can't remember, man. But he was pulling something, that's for sure. He was very strong. Horse. Okay. Right. And, and then there, there was a very there was a scene where he was running in through a battlefield. Um and then he was running through lots of barbed wire and you could see the barbed wire just cutting into him. Yeah, it was oh, no. yeah, it wasn't pleasant. But it's, have you seen the film? No. My my parents have seen the stage, uh, or the stage play. Yeah, I've seen the stage play as well. They spoke highly of it. Uh the stage play is great. You should watch the stage play. Because yeah, I've got I've got a few uh, well, I've got a few films on this. They're kind of war. F- they're, they're films set in wartime, but I'm not sure I'd call them war films. So something like Schindler's List, ah, um, or Life is Beautiful. I have Life is Beautiful. Both. Life is Beautiful is, a, is a, I think it's a fantastic film, yeah. but um, I'm not sure it's a war. I mean, it's, it's a, for this I've seen it's it's um, as a follows a, a Jewish uh, 
man and his and his son and and, and wife um, in Nazi. It's in Germany, I think. It's only Nazi occupied Europe somewhere. Um, and yeah, the first half is kind of played a bit fairly lightly, and the second half is is in a concentration yep. camp. Um, and it, it won Best Picture, I think. Oh, Best Foreign um, Film, didn't it? Bank- I think actually won, or maybe he won. No, he won. Best he won actor. Best Actor and Best yeah, Foreign Film, it, but it. definitely not yeah. Best Picture. Okay. Yeah, uh, but I think it's a remarkable film. But I'm not sure I count it as a war film because you don't really see any war. Probably not. Yeah, such. it was just mostly set in the concentration camps. I think. Yeah. And there was a tank in yeah. the end. Um, yes, you see a tank for the for the liberation mm. of the concentration camp, um, and similarly things like The Great Escape, which is an absolute British classic. Um, it's set during a war. I'm not sure you'd necessarily call it a war film. Um, um, do I have many of that? I have I, the pianist. Is it a pianist with Adrian oh yeah, Brody? Pianist. I think it was set again, set around a war, <laughs> but not you, not in the war. Why? Why? Why you yeah. just said, Colin? <laughs> the same thing. Um, I, I have quite a few films beginning with the word war, um, and none of them seem to be really war films. War Dogs I enjoyed. This came out last year with Miles Teller and um, Jonah... Da, 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 da. Oh, the guy from uh, Catch from 22 Jump Street. Rather. Jonah Hill? Yes. Jonah Hill. That's the one where they're trying to sell missiles. Yeah, so he basically gets government contracts to, to sell smallish numbers of, of, of weapons. Um, and it's, it's kind of a comedy. Uh, and it's kind of not. But it's, it was good fun and uh, quite distinctive. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, do you do you think it makes a difference um, if a war film is based on a real war, or if it's a, a fictional war? one? Yeah, yeah. I was going to come to that because um, there there are a few wars going out. I mean, like Star Wars has wars yes. in the name. Yes, Li- literally, literally, <laughs> it's, it's, there. Like bang it's, there. A, it's about wars in the stars. Yes. In which case, the, my favorite war film, I guess, is uh, <laughs> Star, Star Wars. Wars. There, there are wars in. Uh, there, there's a big war in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that, that was particularly the second one. My second and third were really sold on the back of the the war, weren't they? They were. And, and to me, I think that's what made Two Towers the weakest for me. It was the just huge, like an hour long, a war huge scene. battle. Yeah, battle scene. Yeah, because I think they did it very well for what it was, um, and they kind of really broke new ground, didn't they? But. Mm. But yeah, when when the book has a paragraph and the film has an hour, I feel they've got their priorities wrong. Well, um, I but I know that in like most of these war films, there's going to be someone giving an inspirational speech. Oh yes. Before oh, they yeah. march into battle. Kind of your, your brave hearts and your yeah. brave heart, yeah. which yeah. we're going to talk about as well in our next in our next section. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's even funny with Star Wars. I've got a couple of films which I think definitely are war films, but they're they're alien wars. Um, so War of the Worlds, it's got the world war word war right there again. Uh-huh. Um, which I again, it's just Spielberg. He, he likes his wars, it seems, but um, not not one of his best. I thought that's not really a war, is there? Because it's very one sided. It it's a war of it's the world. It's very one sided, Colin. You, the humans pretty much did nothing but die. They won. <laughs> they didn't. They went. They won by coincidence. Hey, I didn't realise that you're on the Martian side, Zeeon. <laughs> what can I say? I support the humans. Were they Martians? Uh, I think so, yeah. They're from Mars? I think so. Oh. Do, do you disagree? No, I have no idea. I can't remember what the, I can't remember the film at all. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, clearly you're, you're pro Mars propaganda. Well, anyway, the war was won by a virus. Yes, best way to win a war. Um, and uh, we've talked about it a lot, but it's a great film. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow is very battlefield, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah, but that's quite um, that's quite violent and warish as well. Yes, yes. Um, I think yeah. I mean, it's, cause I think is this a war film? I guess it has to be a war film, really. It's, it, it's so there you go. That might be my favourite war film. Edge um, of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, if we're counting as a war film. Uh, I've also got Guns of Navarone here, but just as an example of kind of an old-style war film that I found incredibly boring. <laughs> um, I think it's much loved. Gregory Peck stars in it. I, I love Gregory Peck. But this is, again, I think f- films from from many decades ago tend to be a bit more slow-paced than than films these days anyway. They would be. There, there were quite a f- few war films in the... In the olden days? In the olden days. <laughs> yeah. There were, right? Yeah, so classics like... Where Eagles Dare and wherever else. I've, I've never seen these. Bridge Dam- over River Kwai? Yeah, I, I imagine that's probably a war film. Is that one? Well, I think it's set during a war. I'm not sure. I think they're, they're, building, they're building a bridge. Or they're blowing up a bridge. They might be blowing up a bridge. Anyway, yes, I've not seen seen that. So that's, that's, I guess that's the kind of thing I'm thinking of when I'm saying, partly again when I'm saying I'm not a big fan of war films, is that... We haven't seen I, many. I've not seen these kind of classics, but they don't really appeal from what I have mm. off the clips or off the descriptions or else. Mm. Yeah, I I see what you mean. Like, I don't think I've... I think I'll still watch a war film now. I mean, yeah. we, we've watched Hacksaw Ridge and it's still great. So, I mean, I wouldn't turn it down, put it that way. No, I, I think you're right. I, I Suddenly, it's not like a kind of a horror film, which I definitely wouldn't see, unless Tom Cruise is in it, which goes on there. Uh, <laughs> like the mummy. Like the mummy. Um... But uh, it's kind of a if if someone says, "Oh, this is a really great war film," it's just massive action. I wouldn't see it. Mm. And I imagine again, Arnie must have made a whole bunch of those kind of films. Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, has I'm he? I'm sure he did. Well, really? probably. I guess Commando must be like that, on the basis of the title alone. Mm. Okay. So. There you we've, go. We've strayed, we've strayed into fields where I'm just guessing what films are like based on their titles, so maybe we should move on. Yep, we can go on to, well, since we talk about Braveheart, right? So yeah. let's go to Mel Gibson. Actor Factor, Mel Gibson. Uh, do you want to talk about Braveheart? Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I thought you wanted to talk about Braveheart, Colin, because I've not seen Braveheart. If you're not, okay. Which guess I will. Um, yeah, I saw it for the first time uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, William Wallace. William Wallace, Mel Gibson with his best Scottish accent. He um, painted his face in blue. He did, although for not not for as long as the film as I thought he might. Is this the national um, colour of Scotland? They do love a blue face. Um, yeah, so for some of the battle scenes against the the awful, awful English people. Um, <laughs> oh, speaking about awful English invaders again, Colin, we're going back to that. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah. your, your, your pro-Martian, anti-English uh, agenda is... <laughs> It's coming through. I see. <laughs> so, what is it about? Um, so, the the nasty, nasty English people were doing nasty things to Scottish people. Of course, they were. What else were that English people can be doing quite nasty things, <laughs> including uh, raping their wives and yeah, yeah. Stealing, yeah, stealing their land and that kind of thing. Yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, one brave soul, William Wallace. Is prepared to uh, to stand up against them. Robert the Bruce comes in and out again. I know these names uh, because I've done my life in the UK test. 
Yeah. Robert the Bruce gets a pretty bad rap in this one, I think. What a great so name, have... though. Robert the Bruce. I want to have a name like yeah. that. Um, Zijian the Chong. Zijian the Chong doesn't have the same ring to no, it. No, it doesn't. That's the yeah. thing. So the film seems just that Robert the Bruce kind of becomes a traitor and then stops being a traitor or something. Is it, is, uh, is it, it a true story, though? Is it Or is it a very loose adaptation? Um, it's, it's, it's very loose. I mean, I don't know Scottish history particularly well, but I think it has had a lot of criticism of not being accurate. Probably more than is... More criticism than is really fair. Uh, I think none of these kind of films are that accurate. But it, it does kind of is certainly in its portrayal of the English. It's a little bit um, really, really, Colin. Are you sure? Because um, certainly, I felt a bit ganged up on. Yeah, well, <laughs> of course, the aggressors will feel ganged up on. Uh, <laughs> right. Shall we move on to films that aren't about how hard the English are? <laughs> How about Pocahontas, which is about how horrible the, uh, <laughs> the probably are they English? They were English. His name is John Smith. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, good, let's it? talk about Pocahontas then. Uh, oh. <laughs> how 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 the 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 invaders went into Native America? Yeah, and where do these invaders yeah. come from, Colin? Uh, probably Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um. So I used to live in a very, very small town in Malaysia. And we used right. to have only one cinema and it was really run down and, and okay. all that. But I do remember watching Pocahontas there. I think it's the only film that I've seen in that cinema. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of um, memories associated with this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I think that cinema burned down in the end. Yeah, so it didn't end well. <laughs> yeah. It was a very small town. Oh, like, pretty... very small town. I can't think of an equivalent small British town. Mm. Uh, how about Pershaw? What? Where's that place? Uh, it's, in, it's near where I grew up in Worcestershire. How small is it? Does it have a pretty cinema? Uh, no. Okay, so it's bigger okay. than that then. How about Evesham? <laughs> I don't know any of these places. I've been in this country for 12 years now. Where are you coming with all this? Well, that's, what, that's why I went to high school. It's yeah. called a cinema. It was pretty run down. Okay, yeah. So, like Isham. Yes. <laughs> Just like Isham. Um, so, yeah, Pocahontas tells the story, is a story about um, a Native American yes. uh, girl called Pocahontas who I see. fought against the invaders. And she who, has. Uh, I've, uh, I've just I've just checked on Wikipedia, and they are in fact English. Yes. Of course they were. Carl, you don't need to check Wikipedia for this. <laughs> it's synonymous with invaders. Anyway, oh, <laughs> she, she had a she had a raccoon and a hummingbird that she talks to. <laughs> and you I see that she. So what you're saying is she needed, she needed to be civilized by uh, <laughs> by the by the kindly travelers from foreign lands. <laughs> well, she fell in love with them. She fell in love with one of them. With John Smith. John Smith. Uh, as, voiced, as voiced by Mel Gibson. Mm. Um, I, saw, I saw this film in the cinema back in the day. Um, Did you? I, I thought, wow, you've seen a Disney film. I know. So I, I was running a uh, running a a stand at the school fate where you had to guess where on the, on the map the treasure was buried. Um, and I really wanted to know where it was, but my mum wouldn't tell me. Uh, she thought I'd, she thought I'd give away the answer by mistake, or um, so because she didn't tell me, it meant I could enter myself, uh-huh. and I was uh, and I won. So uh, I won tickets to see Pocahontas at the other cinema. Oh, nice! How many tickets? Uh, two, I think. Uh, my my friend at the time, uh, David Stevens, he joined me. 
not seen him for a very, very long time. I think Simon came as well. We might have had to buy an extra ticket. Um, okay, there you go. Do you remember much of it? Uh, almost nothing, to be honest. Do you not remember? Do you just block it out of your memory, like all the English does about their history? Probably. Um, I, I remember vaguely what she looked like. That, that was pretty much the extent of it. Um, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, more classic Mel Gibson. Uh, have you ever seen Mad Max, shall we go with? Uh, no, but I've seen the latest Mad Max, Fury Road. I watched that the other day. Um, and Tom not Hardy a fan. why not, not a fan. compared to the original one uh, no I didn't really like the original one either. Um, it's incredibly different so the, the original was very very low budget Australian film no one had heard of Mel Gibson before and to be honest it wasn't really that clear it was post-apocalyptic because they didn't have much budget to do much stuff so there's a just driving around yeah and I, I think as, as we've discovered from the Fast and Furious talk earlier films where people just drive around Tend to make money. They tend to make money, and I tend not to be that interested by them. <laughs> so, so I've, I've not seen Mad, Mad Max two or three, but apparently uh, Mad Max itself is very different to them. Uh, um, well, they'll, they'll probably make a sequel to the current Mad Max as well. Anyway, I'm sure they. Given will. how they will. popular it was and how many awards it won as well, so yeah, it was very, uh, very well received. I don't know. I just I was pretty tired when I was watching it. it didn't help, but I just didn't find that interesting. Really. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, because I've only seen two Mel Gibson films, really, I'm going to talk about my favorite Mel Gibson film. I've only seen two. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. surprisingly, um, yeah. Uh, I thought you'd seen, seen Signs. No, no, I haven't seen Signs. Okay, well, I, I suppose I'll have to believe you. Okay, is the other one Chicken Run? Yes. Excellent. I love Chicken Run. It's my favorite film by Mel Tell Gibson. Tell me about it. Uh, it's about chickens. Okay, and what do they do? Uh, they are going to be made into pies. <gasps> oh no! It's a it's a stop motion film again. Uh, yes, the both the Mel Gibson films I've seen are all animated, so it's a, it's a it's a stop motion film. Yes. Uh, so do you do you know what Mel Gibson looks like? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. I just think you've never seen a film with him in um, physically. He looks a bit like Sylvester Stallone, doesn't you think? Yeah, I can see that. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, wait, wait, this is Logan. I thought. When he had his beard, looked very much like Mel Gibson with a beard. Anyway, mm, he does. He does. They are. They're, they're quite similar actors. Uh, anyway, it's about uh, chickens who are going to be turned into pies. Uh, Mel Gibson played a rooster called Rocky. Yes. Who somehow stumbled upon the coop, and um, apparently the chickens were thought that he could fly. So he, they were asking him to teach them how to fly so that they can escape. The coop. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but of course, chickens can't fly, no matter how much you teach them. Right. And they built an aeroplane. Oh. Okay. I, if it is, I, I have seen Chicken Man, but I, again, don't remember. It's on BBC quite often. Yeah, they played it over Christmas. Mm. Um, okay. Um, I, I I think you'd enjoy What Women Want. Um, Isn't it about Mel Gibson being able to hear women's thoughts that's right it's kind of the high concept romantic comedy you used to get in the uh, late 90s who who was the lead female interest in that Uh, uh, Helen Hunt oh yeah that dates it Um, (laughs) it's been a while she's not doing a lot these days Uh, well in fact it dates it by him being a romantic lead uh, as well neither has Mel Gibson Uh, though to be fair he's not been doing much now no but for different reasons Mm -hmm. Um, and (laughs) 
Um, Marissa Tomei, isn't it, in, in, a, in a supporting role? Um, it's, got, it's got a few, uh, I can't remember who else now, but there's a few other kind of minor cast members who will be, become more famous later on. Um, yeah, it's it's a, kind of exactly what you'd think it would be. There is a kind of fairly dark subplot about someone who's about to commit suicide, but apart from that, it's... Uh, which, oh, it's um, Judy Greer, uh, who appears in all sorts of things. I know that name. Yeah, she, she was a... Yeah, she was in the last Jurassic World. Uh, she was in Descendants. Hmm. She, she gets around. Um, but one of my favourite films of his, maybe my favourite film of his, is one called The Beaver, um, which came out a couple of years ago. I've, I've heard about that! Isn't that yeah. the one where he talks to an, uh, a puppet? Well, in fact, he, he talks through a puppet. So, um, he talks through so a puppet? Ah. So again, he he, uh, he tries to commit suicide right at the beginning, a bit of a theme. Um, and he's basically going through this massive breakdown and he finds this beaver puppet and then kind of just talks with a Cockney accent through the beaver puppet. That's brilliant. So it's, um, so it's kind of occasionally played for last, but it's really more... He, he puts in a great performance as someone who is struggling with a breakdown, which kind of, I think it was fairly close to home at the time. It was one of the first films he made after after all the various troubles he had with uh, anti-Semitism and... Well, let's not go into that. But uh, he, he does... Turns into a brilliant performance. Jodie uh, Foster directs and, and, and stars as well. Um, it's got a young uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah, no, it was, it was before she got big. So she's done a few. Th- I think it was after Winter's Bone, must have been, but it was before she was huge. And um, and yeah, no, she, she puts in as, as good a performance as, as as you would expect. And um, uh, and it also has a uh, young Anton Yelchin playing Mel Gibson's son. Huh. Uh, it's, a, it's a great performance from him as well. So yeah, I, I think it's, it's a weird film, and it didn't do brilliantly when it came out because I think it really divided critics a bit. The people just thought it was crazy. And, and and it was Mel Gibson, wasn't it, at that time when he was being yeah. accused of a lot of things? So um, yeah. yeah, he wasn't at the top so, of his popularity. But uh, I recommend it. It's good. Mm, okay. What, um, what? what would you say? So of of the many many <laughs> Mel Gibson films you've seen, what would you say is the worst? <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen two I like Chicken Run more than Pocahontas there you go um, I'm going to say The Expendables 3 is the worst one I've seen him in I can't believe you've seen like, The Expendables 3 yeah I'm not really sure why I've done have that. you seen all um, three of The Expendables I have yes yeah. Yeah, okay I didn't like any of them um, <laughs> yeah you kept watching and watching <laughs> it's I such did. a sadist um, speaking of Rocky We've got a quiz on Rocky. Yay! But but a different Rocky. This one is the one played by Sly Stallone. Who looks like Mel Gibson. Um, who looks like Mel Gibson. Question one. Does he look like Mel Gibson? No. Um, oh, before we do that, though, uh, who who's our... So so next time, as I say, I'll be recording with Anthony. Yep. And uh, our actor factor is on Matthew Perry. Um, very exciting. But the time after that, have you got one ready for us? Yeah, I do. Uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Excellent. Also appeared alongside Matthew Perry and friends. Mm. Um, great, right? Uh, Rocky quiz. First question to you: uh, Who played Rocky's son in Rocky Balboa? <laughs> oh, Colin! You know we we have, <laughs> we have to stop repeating each other's questions. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's good old Team Jess. Milo went to Miglia. Yep, I'm Team Dean, but sure. <laughs> um, uh, question one for me: In yep. Rocky. On which holiday did a match between Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed happen? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Uh, I imagine it was probably Independence Day. No, it's New Year's Day. Oh, mm. Really? Yeah, 
I don't remember that at all. And I've seen Rocky loads of times. Okay. Um, one, one nil to you. Uh, question two. Who directed Rocky and Rocky Five? Uh, John Avildsen. Very good. That's, do you have that written down? No, I you? don't. I have no. to memorize directors because of you, Colin. <laughs> now I've got yep. so many director knowledge in my... Yeah, you've yeah. done well. Okay. Yeah. Question two for you. The famed Rocky Steps, where Rocky runs up and down, are located yes. at which yep. building? Uh, well, it's in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think it's something like uh, Philadelphia Art Museum. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Yep. What's it? What's it? Called? <laughs> it's Philadelphia Museum of Arts. God, that was, yes. Um, your question three. Um, in the first Rocky film, where does Adrian work? Uh, in an Italian restaurant? I can see where you're coming from that, but no, she works in a pet shop. Dang it. I'm, if you'd seen Rocky, that would have been. I have not seen Rocky. Uh, an easy one, but no. <laughs> Okay, your question three for me to pull pull Question level. three. Uh, the main theme of Rocky Three, Eye of the Tiger, was written for Stallone after permission to use which song by Queen was denied? Ooh. Good question, sir. I, that's a good question. I like that question. I don't know the answer, but um, I would guess it's We Are the Champions. No, it's Another oh. One Bites the Dust. Uh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, okay, your question four in Rocky Four. Who is Drago talking about when he says, "If he dies, he Do people dies"? Watch Rocky Four. Uh, it was the highest grossing of all the Rocky what? films. Um, Which, yeah. Uh, um, I, what I haven't done his accent. Imagine if he dies, he dies. Said in a Russian accent. It's not going to be Rocky, is it? If it's Rocky, <laughs> that's the only person I know in the whole film. Is it Creed? You go, is you it Creed? <laughs> it's one of them. Uh, I gotta just go for Rocky then. Oh, it's a Oh, dang it. Uh, okay, uh, that, that keeps you 3-2 in the lead, I believe. Mm. Well, you know the answer for Maybe. question 4 anyway. Are you 3-2 in the lead? No, but you've only got mm. 2 right. How many have I got right? 2. I've lost the track. No, you've got There's 1 right from me. Okay, I've got 2-1. Okay, I can pull a level. I thought I was going to try. You can pull a level in this because it's the same answer. Is it Milo Ventimiglia? No, it's Milo. Wow. Do you fancy Milo? Right, I'm claiming that. Um... To, to, to all um, this, this last question is combining your two loves the Rocky films and football oh yeah um, <laughs> which football stadium plays host to the climactic boxing match in Creed what in this football we're talking about American football right uh, no we're playing, talking about good old fashioned English football oh they played ooh ooh do I know any <laughs> <laughs> do I know any football stadium there's one in Highbury Park that's the Chelsea one right let's go for that uh, okay Highbury Park is the name of the old Arsenal stadium oh yeah there, there you go <laughs> well if I just Highbury um, and the answer is Goodison Park I'm afraid for the home of Everton yes um, wow Oh. The, uh, the the guy he's boxed Creed up against whose name escapes me now but I'm hoping that's not your fifth question uh, wears an Everton shirt and bangs on about it a bit I think you know the answer to number five anyway so oh, so could this, this be my first win in a, in a long time yeah what I, what is the name of Rocky's Italian restaurant uh, that's called Adrian's yeah that's right oh, 
Oh yes, a glorious victory. Is it really? Is it just like in all a the film English series people, that I've seen? Glorious victories over all that conquered. <laughs> in a film series, I've seen all six films, and you've seen one of them. I still feel that in fact, all seven films I've seen, and you've seen one of them. Uh-huh. But I'm still claiming it. Uh, what are we quizzing on next time we meet? Uh, so, I was considering Despicable Me. Okay. But I've decided to go with the Matrix trilogy. Okay. Have you, have you seen them all? I've seen them all. I've only seen the first one, but uh, it seems fair. Okay. Uh, so, next time on the podcast, uh, you won't be here, but Anthony will. We'll be talking, as I say, maths in films. We'll be talking about Matthew Perry. Um, there'll be a quiz on the Narnia films. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to this this podcast. I don't know about you guys. And there's an exciting segment I uh, I made up um, called Actor Factor. There's a new segment. A new segment Ooh. which you have to look forward to. Um, and then after that, we'll come back and talk about Guardians of the Galaxy two once you've uh, come back from America. Yeah, don't miss we'll me too much, guys. We'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>